0: this one time in real estate season one we're sticking with season one we're on episode number 42 a lot of people would have already rolled this over into like episode or season like maybe three or something but hey we're going strong and i think it's actually a testament to us continuing to go strong and just showing up consistently every day every week podcast i can't believe it what do you think about that when you hear 42 in a row what are your thoughts
1: i think that the reason i don't want to go to season two is because it sounds like we're starting over at episode one and i don't believe that that's i don't so maybe we do season two episode 42 i don't know we'll have to talk about it or 43 i guess we would do but i'm excited
0: i think when we hit here's what i'd like to do i'd like to roll over to season two when we hit a thousand are you game? <laughs> oh boy, that's a, that's a giggle. All right, so we're talking about objections. We're talking about getting in front of them, not behind them. You know what I love about objections? What? I love getting in front of objections or not necessarily getting in front of objections, but hearing somebody's objections. It's so difficult if somebody just says No it's like a dead end. Well, like out of curiosity, why did you say no? It's like, I want them to say no because of X, Y, and Z. And then I'm going to say, I gotcha. Let me go through X, Y, and Z at the same time. We talk about, for example, I think a few episodes ago when we're interviewing to represent, for example, a seller and you ask the question, what are the top three things you're looking for in an agent? Mm -hmm. And they mentioned one, two, three. Do you think my focus when I go out there should be on one, two, or three, or my own four, five, and six?
1: 100%. They should be on their one, two, and three, the most important things to them.
0: And so it's like objections. I want to tackle their objections. And I don't want to tackle them in a disingenuous way. I want to tackle them as a trusted advisor to be able to move forward in the relationship. Relationships, I remember you once said that relationships are built on communication. And when there's a breakdown in relationships, it's a breakdown on expectations and other. Is that right? Mm -hmm.
1: Yep. Absolutely. You haven't set the right expectations.
0: Right. And so it's objections, expectations. Talk about what you're thinking.
1: Yeah. So basically, the we should look at. So it's funny. We we have a coach currently that's coaching our agents, and he was mentioning that objections are essentially. Um, a buyer's pain. And in order to be able to give them the value and then ultimately become their agent, you have to fully understand, uh, understand the pain first. And it's hard because I think a lot of agents, um, because if they go there, they may not know how to navigate the objection. So they skip it and they go full value. And he was saying, he actually writes these words on the ground and you cannot go to value until you've, understood their pain and that a lot of the time when they're practicing agents will skip the pain and go to value and he actually walks them back so they have the visual that until you understand the pain they don't want your value until they know you care they don't care how much you know kind of the same idea and so we should actually be looking at the objection as a gift because if we can understand the objection and tell them how we can help overcome it then they'll ultimately be our client but it's changing the way you look at it.
0: It's so great because it makes so complete sense that when you understand, then you're able to add value. A salesperson that focuses on adding value, sales, 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 mm-hmm. and doesn't listen, doesn't attack what they're worried about, their pain, their Concerns there, you have to be empathetic. It's funny, this almost ties all of our previous ones together because you have to be present, you have to be empathetic, you have to understand where they're at, you have to meet them where they're at. It's about them, not about you. It's not about sales. When you, if you want to be a great salesperson, you ask a heck of a lot of questions, and you certainly hope that you get a lot of answers. And if you don't get the answers, then you keep asking, but you ask in a different way.
1: Well, and I think it's funny because the term objection is sometimes scary. Like when you hear about role-playing and you say, let's cover some objections that does kind of make it nerve-wracking for the person that's role-playing. But if you change the word objection to pain and you say, let's identify the buyer's pain, and it's like, Oh, well, that's different. Like, what, what are they struggling with? And do I have the options that I can give them to how to overcome that pain? It, it kind of changes the whole process. And I think maybe it'll help people to get past it, especially when you can think, I'm going to get ahead of it, like we're talking about.
0: And I love what you're saying about options, mm-hmm. because everybody wants options. Everybody wants to make the decision based on the information But nobody wants to be told, this is what you have to do. No, here's your options. You can do this. You can do this, this. These will impact your pain. This is the immediate way. This is the way that it's a little easier. But what is most important to you? I hear you. I understand. Now let's look at solutions. And as part of the solutions, which to you would be the most comfortable? Mm Mm-hmm. And when we start talking in terms of come, they also know that you hear them, that you feel for that you're aligned with them, you're working with them. So I think that it is just especially right now in this changing real estate market where we continue to discuss that relationship. This is a relationship business. You have to go deep with them. And so as part of that, you may come to a resolution that it's not best for them to move because their pain's too great of moving, financial pain, inconvenience pain, what disruption, et cetera. Best of the best trusted advisors can say, you know what, based on what I heard, it probably isn't the best time. But a salesperson wants to sell them a home regardless of what they said, and that's how you lose trust in a relationship
1: hundred percent. That's just funny that you say that because I, I have a a person that um, I was going to shop my insurance rates with and I reached out and I said, here's my pain, except I didn't at that time. I said, here's what I, here's what's happening. Can you help me? And he, he, this person was very honest to say, wow, like I actually can't help. I cannot do better. At this time, but rest assured, I'll check in and I'll I'll continue to follow up to see if I can in the near future. And then he did; he just followed up again. But um, so and I, he earned my trust and respect because he was honest and said, "I can't help you. You you have actually pretty damn good rate right now. You have a pretty it's a good plan. But I'm going to keep checking, and I you know if I can, I will provide the value that you're looking for. Basically, it was awesome. So,
0: and what's an incredible thing about this story is all he did was he heard you Mm -hmm. he investigated Mm -hmm. he gave you advice it wasn't self-serving advice and we're talking about that on a podcast he probably has no knowledge that we are talking about that today Mm -hmm. you know what we'll do one day we'll give him a shout out but we won't do it today
1: (laughs) no but
0: that would be pretty cool because he served you although he wasn't able to serve you, he gave you confidence that you actually have made a right decision in your own insurance quotes or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And hey, you did good.
1: Yep, totally.
0: What a great feeling. And what a great relationship. As I also, um, whenever you brought up this topic, the first thing that came to my mind, and again, is is, uh, Eminem's movie, Eight Mile. And what he did was, and and I just watched it to refresh my memory, he got in front of every objection or everything negative, and they wrap off battle with the other person. He took all the other person's ammunition off the table, because he said, I know you're going to say I'm this, I know you're going to say I'm this, I know you're going to say I'm this. And, And it was like, wow, That person had nowhere to go. So although we're talking about objections, it's a little bit different. So if you're in a wrap-off, I guess that's what you should do. Sarah, you're not planning on being any wrap off soon, are you?
1: (laughs) Nope. Okay, but if you are,
0: study yourself internally and like look in the mirror and be like, they're going to say this, this, and this and just take it right off. Yeah. I'm going to say, hey, can't make fun of, I'm bald. Like I'm bald. (laughs) So like you can't make fun. So I took that off. I do this, this. I'm not going to go through all my uh, you know, faults right now. But anyway, I thought it was cool. So, hey, listeners, get in front of objections. The easiest one that Sarah talked about was in, in, our, in our pre-recording was you're interviewing for a listing. You've already gone through Mr. and Mrs. Seller. What are the three most important things when you're looking for an, an agent? So, you understand those and you're going to focus on those three. But... A lot of agents would be afraid to ask the question, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, have you considered listing this home for sale by owner? People are scared of that. Why are they scared of that?
1: Because they think they're going to give them that idea like they hadn't already thought of it before.
0: So you don't think that the person already have thought, of course, I've sold multiple cars and I certainly could go and sell a car on my own. Mm-hmm. A matter of fact, it's funny, today a lawyer reached out to me to ask me, and a, a friend of mine who's a lawyer asked me about his mother-in-law's house, should they sell on their own or should you know, they use mm-hmm. it? And I said, you know what, awesome, awesome question. I'm not sure what's most important to you, but if netting the most amount of money is most important to you, then you'll do that. If you want to save on commission, I I can't do that. But I can assure you, if I had to go to court, I certainly would use your firm, even though I could do it on my own. I could represent myself. Mm -hmm. I can do my own taxes, but I don't. I can manage my own money, but I don't. But all those things, just like a for sale by owner, I could sell my home for sale by owner. So everybody's potentially thought about that. Mm -hmm. But I want to then understand where they're at. You know what? I have thought about it. We may do that. And now then you have, out of curiosity, what what are you thinking about with potentially selling for? Well, we really are focused on selling, um, you know, saving money. Sure, no one, I respect that. Most of my clients that have considered for sale by owner that ultimately ended up listing with us were really cognizant of commission. But here's the thing. Is it most important to net about the most amount of money Mm -hmm. or save the most amount of commission? By the way, I respect either way, but I want to understand that. So I have their thoughts, There maybe their objective, maybe that they are going to list for sale by owner. But then I'm able to ask questions and get to the bottom of it. Is that what you were thinking? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Or I mean, obviously right now, the big one would be interest rates too for a lot of agents. Um, If you don't know that, first of all, I guess really important thing is like Mark said, go deeper, ask lots of questions. At the end of the day, what exactly regarding interest rates is the biggest concern to them? Is it the increase in their payment? And then, you know, ultimately totally understand that. Is it something where you know, they're not going to be able to buy what they want with the price of where it is? Then that may be a thing where it's like, I totally respect that. It may be better to wait a little while. If it's just because of the inconvenience or the, you know, the, until the waiting game that may um, happen until they can refi, you know, well, um, let's talk further about potentially the benefits of buying now versus waiting knowing that you can refi down the road um, at least a few points. We don't know exactly how many there. We don't think rates are going to get down to two again, you know, however, having that conversation, but asking lots of questions, being as curious as possible, helping to understand the true root of where it's coming from. And then if, if we can actually provide solutions to them. So, and, this, and actually it's funny, you mentioned the eight mile, cause I was thinking there's a lot of new agents and their objection could potentially be you're a new agent. So I think just planting the seeds, to be able to get ahead of it if that does come up is, well, what what value do you provide as a new agent that an experienced agent may not have that same opportunity to provide? Like, you're scrappy. I would assume you should be. You're gritty. You're going to do all the things you're going to overcompensate for the fact that you're new by adding a ton of value. It's being there when they need you always, be, probably over-communicating, um, but thinking about those things so that you do have a plan when that comes up, you're going to get ahead of it. You'll, you'll be able to add, you know, value right up right out of the gate and ideally overcome it.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and it's, it's aggressive, but you know what? If I'm a new agent and I say, you know what, Sarah, you may be concerned that I'm a new agent, that I've only been in the business for three months, but here's the thing. I can rest assured, number one, I have a team with over 350 years of experience behind me. Second of all, I don't have a lot of clients. I have a couple, but I am solely focused on you. Is that what you're looking for, somebody that's micro-focused on you, helping you achieve your goals, both on-market and off-market opportunities, will give me the opportunity to door knock in the certain areas and make calls. Would that be a something that you're looking for in an agent? Yes. Awesome. So a lot of new agents would be f- afraid to go there, but if you take the objection out of the room, now we can move forward with the relationship. I think we got it for this day. Is this a wrap or no? It's a wrap. It's a wrap.